Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Um, on this episode, we're actually going to be talking about something that you may have seen. If you follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you've probably seen me post some pictures recently of my custom drawer system that I've been building with a buddy of mine. Um, so on this episode, I figured I would talk a little bit more about that. Um, the nice thing is it's universal. It doesn't matter what kind of vehicle you have. Uh, as long as you have some sort of space in the vehicle, you could potentially build a drawer system for it. So on this episode, I'm going to talk about pros and cons of having a dedicated, you know, semi-permanent drawer system. Um, I'm going to talk about construction, like I mentioned, pros and cons, and then give you a little bit more in the way of specifics for my drawer system that I just finished up for my truck. So if you want to learn more about that, stay tuned. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, guys, so as I mentioned, um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about dedicated permanent or semi-permanent drawer systems. Um, if you're not familiar with what this is, basically, uh, in a lot of overlanding rigs, you will, especially on like YouTube or, you know, Overland Bound or Expedition Portal, those kind of websites slash um, content sources, you'll see a lot of folks that have these really cool, they open up the back of their SUV or the back of their Jeep or, you know, whatever it is, Forerunner whatever, truck, drop the bed down, like last line of defense, um, you know, has a bunch of stuff that he keeps in the bed of his truck. He's got the, you know, rooftop tent on the back. Um, so all these guys have these really cool sort of dedicated overlanding systems, right? Um, and they can range in complexity from super simple to very complex. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today is I... You know, recently, again, as I mentioned, I have just started and completed a drawer system for my Xterra. And I'm going to kind of walk you through kind of the pros, the cons of that, different types of construction options that you can consider. And I'm going to give you a little bit more in the way of specifics from my truck to tell you kind of the journey that it took for me to get from, you know, rookie overlander to where I am today, where I have a dedicated full-time semi-permanent drawer system. So let's start with construction. Um, when you're talking about constructing a drawer system, there are a lot of different ways to do it. And down below in the description, I'll post up some links to other folks' channels that have some pretty cool videos on them. Um, I know Overlanding Addict, who's a buddy of mine, Chad, he did a video on one where he used a product called 8020, which is kind of cool. It's actually sort of a like an erector set for woodworking. So it's actually more like extruded aluminum kind of stuff, but it has all these different ways that you can connect it. It has different like corners and straight pieces and you can have it cut to specific um, lengths. So if you pre-plan it out and sort of do like a CAD drawing, then you can just order it straight from the company that makes the 8020. It's what it's called, 80 slash 20. Um, and you can have it all sent to you and then you essentially just assemble it. 
So like I said, it's kind of like an Erector set. So it's pretty cool stuff. Um, but again, look in the description below for a link to Chad's video. His system's really cool. He's got some locking drawers and it's just beautiful. Um, I think he's rocking a JK. Chad, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but he's got a, a Jeep Wrangler of some sort. I'm pretty sure it's a JK. Um, but so yeah, definitely check that out. It's pretty cool. My only sort of downside for that, if you will, is it's pretty expensive too. I kind of looked into the 8020. Um, it seems like a great product. And I don't have any problem with it. I'm just really cheap. So in looking at that, I was like, wow, I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars on just this stuff to connect it. And then I still have to buy all the wood and build the stuff and put it together. Um, also, I, I have a little bit of bias because I have a friend who's a really good woodworker. His name's Eric. Shout out, Eric. Um, so thanks to him, he uh, actually made my dreams come true where there's no freaking way that I would have been able to build this thing by myself. But with his help, it became doable. Um, so that's not to discourage you guys at all. Like, if you are just semi-patient, which is my biggest flaw probably, I'm not very patient. Um, if you're semi-patient and uh, you have the right tools to work with wood, then you could easily make what I made. I mean, it's pretty much a giant box with two shelves, two drawers in it that slide out, and then one big slider on a big long slider um, and a base. That, I mean, that's pretty much it. So... Um, again, I'll get into that in more detail. I'm also working on putting together a video right now um, for YouTube on the channel that will be sort of a walk around. It kind of walks you through. I took video the whole way through the process as I was making the drawers with my buddy and um, and then kind of gave you like a final walkthrough to show you how it came out. Um, so be looking for that. Um, if you're interested in that and you want to learn more, that'll definitely be coming out sometime soon. I'm not going to commit to a date, but sometime soon you'll be seeing that. So again, diving back into construction. So, you know, overlanding attic, Chad, he did his in 80-20. Great product, a little on the pricey side for me. Um, the second and most common type that you're going to see is wood, right? That's what I built mine out of. Um, to be fair, there are a lot of different types of wood, different types of plywoods. Again, I'm not a woodworker. I don't know anything about that stuff. I, bear, I have a table saw, but I have a metal saw on it. Like all that I fabricate is metal stuff. And very basic metal stuff, right? Like a straight piece of metal with a couple holes drilled in it to mount my high lift to my roof rack on some U brackets. That, like that's the kind of stuff I've done. Um, so if you have the skill, if you have the tools, wood is definitely the way to go. From a cost perspective too, wood is very reasonable. Um, being honest and talking about my setup, now even since I've completed the drawers, I've added a bunch of stuff. I and again, I'll go into more detail on that in the sort of walkthrough video for the drawers. I've added a, a deep cycle battery, a smaller deep cycle battery. I've got a solar panel that I've mounted to my hood that charges that battery. And then I mounted a six plate panel onto a little box that we made that actually fits on top of the top of the, the main drawer system. Um, where I have three DC plugs, two USB plugs, a voltmeter, and a master on off switch. Um, so again, you can go as crazy as you want, but I would say, honestly, from a cost perspective, wood wise, I was maybe a hundred, 120 bucks into the wood. Um, I had two, if I remember right, I had two, you know, full size half inch panels of radiata, radiata, radiata. I don't know how you say that radiata pine, um, which is just a little bit nicer quality, a little bit thicker, better quality plywood. Um, so I had two half inch panels of that and then one three quarter inch. So the three quarter inch was sort of the base and then the surrounds of the box and the drawer slide. Um, and then the half inch was everything else. So 
but again, I think it was like 36 bucks per half inch piece. So what's that? 70 bucks and then about 40, 45 bucks for the other one. So again, about 115, 120 bucks um, total for the wood. Um, there were some screws I had to buy there. You know, the sliders were a little bit of an expense. Um, the big, I'll put links to all this down below, but the big 36 inch slider. So I chose to go with a 36 inch slider because that gives me lots of room on my big drawer to slide it out. Um, that was about an $80 slider. Now it's non-locking. So if you want a locking, you're talking 100 to 150 bucks. I mean, they, they jump up dramatically for just little features that come on those things, which is why I chose not to go locking. And, uh, and again, on my the video where I, where I will put out in the future, I'll show you kind of my mechanisms, which are actually fairly straightforward. They're simple. They're mechanical in nature, so they're not going to break. It's like a block of wood, basically, with a handle on it that's kind of pretty, actually, and kind of nice that locks it in the out position. And on the in position, I actually got, if you're familiar with, like if you've seen like pantry locks, so if you have like little kids or something that break into your pantry, that's actually the reason I bought them. And then I ended up repurposing them. They're the things that they slide in between the door and the frame. And they have a little thing that pulls out and then locks in place, basically. The reason I like those is, and I'll put links to those down below too, they have a rubber lining on the inside to make it so that the door doesn't smack against it and rattle it. And it holds it tight. And so in my case... I just mounted them perfectly. They're also kind of adjustable. They have one screw hole that where you can put that screw in and then you can adjust it, you know, maybe a quarter of an inch forward and backwards. Um, so it gives you some flexibility in mounting. Um, I like those because they have that little rubber lining piece on them. So I adjusted them. I got them as tight as I possibly could where I actually have to just kind of just barely give it a little push on my drawer and then unlock it for it to come out. But when I'm driving, there's no sound. I have no rattles. Everything is super tight and super, you know, there's, that's going to reduce my wear on it and all that stuff. So I don't want to go down too big of a rabbit hole, but you know, in my case, especially again, being a budget minded overlander, wood was the right choice for me. Um, the construction is really stout thanks to my friend who knows what he's doing, you know, using glue on every joint and then the appropriate size screws or pocket holes or, you know, that sort of pocket screws, those kind of things. So there's a lot of different techniques that he used that are actually pretty straightforward, pretty simple things, but you have to know how to do them to make it right. But I mean, I've taken that thing already and just kind of like jerked the wheel around and everything and it's just locked. It's locked. It's not going anywhere. Um, so wood is a great option as well for construction. The, the And then the kind of the last one is metal, right? So Metal is the, probably the least common unless you are just like super deep pockets, right? If you have super deep pockets, you can go and you can buy a pre-made fridge freezer slider. Um, a lot of the times I've seen those, they kind of, you got to figure out a way to bolt them down to your truck so you end up making some sort of a wooden base anyways, probably. But those range, you know, 500 bucks plus just for the slider for like a fridge freezer. Um, if you're looking at a full drawer system, I mean, I've seen those go for thousands of dollars. So Again, if you have super deep pockets, great, sure. Go out and buy the most expensive pre-made metal ones that you can buy or some sort of a universal system. Personally, I'm kind of proud of what we did because, you know, again, I didn't have the skill, but my buddy did. But, you know, I had some of the ideas and then we worked together and we kind of customized it as we went and it worked out great. And it was overall probably less than 250 bucks total for my my whole drawer system. Um, not counting the solar and the batteries and stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but so metal is a possibility, but generally you're not going to be making it yourself. You're going to be buying a pre-made solution and it's going to range anywhere from 500 to thousands of dollars. Um, so that kind of covers the construction piece of it. Um, I'm sure there are other options out there. If you guys can think of some, or if you've built drawers, you know, or drawer systems that are made of something else, or you have better ideas, definitely comment down below and tell me what you've come up with. I'd love to hear from you. Um, but so then let's move on to pros. So I'm going to start with the good stuff and then we'll end with the bad stuff. Um, as far as pros go for me, um, 
kind of my big con that led to this being a pro for me and the kind of the reason that I went to a drawer system is every time I take a trip, whether it's a one night trip or a, you know, four day, four night trip, like the one to West Virginia that I took not too long ago, it's always such a pain. I mean, I'm talking at least a week, sometimes two or three weeks out, I'm building a spreadsheet and I'm documenting everything out and I'm copying an old spreadsheet to make sure I don't lose anything or forget something. And, you know, you just have to, without like a dedicated system, every time you're repacking the whole truck. So I have, you know, the three, you've probably heard me talk about them before, but the three Plano crates and those kind of hold a bunch of different stuff, but it moves from trip to trip, right? Like one trip, I might take one Plano crate. So I move my cooking stuff over into that and I move some mudding boots if it's going to be rainy or a rain jacket, things like that. And I move it over. So it constantly moves. So I never know where anything is, right? I've got to do a lot of time thinking about, you know, what am I going to pack where? How am I going to move it around? What am I forgetting and how can I not forget that? Let's make this list so that I can check everything off before I go on this trip. So with the drawer system, that eliminates that because now I've got permanent spots for everything. And no matter what, I know I've got XYZ in the truck. All I need are my tent, my sleeping bag, my cot, and my padding for my cot. And, that, and that's it. I know I need that. Maybe the toilet, right? Um, everything else is in the truck. So that's kind of a nice pro is just knowing that you've always got that stuff, especially I live in the Midwest. So if it's middle of winter and I happen to, I mean, I've never ever had any problems in snow yet, but you never know if I get hit by someone or if I hit an icy patch and I slide off road, it's nice to know I've got a wool blanket in the back. It's nice to know I've got some canned goods in the back. It's nice to know I've got some hot hands and, you know, my propane tanks and a little propane heater that I just keep in the drawers. So it's nice to have everything back there and just kind of know where everything is. Um, you know, and that kind of leads us into another pro, which is in case of emergency, you're prepared. So, you know, let's say even less dramatic than a snowstorm and I, I end up off the road. Let's say that I go on a one night trip and the temps are supposed to be 75 during the day and 55 at night. And I get there and I roll out my sleeping bag and it's middle of the night and I wake up and I'm shivering and I can see my breath and it's actually dropped to like 35, 40. I've got a wool blanket that I keep in the truck. So my trip isn't going to be ruined because I'm prepared. So it's kind of like a prepper mentality, right? Like I'm just, I've always got everything that I need in there. Even if I don't need it right then, it's still in the truck and I've got options, right? So that's kind of a nice pro. Um, another one is maximization of space and consistency of placement. So what I mean by that is, in the past, again, having the three Plano crates, I'd throw them in there. I'd You know, you have to kind of play that game of Tetris every time, right? Like you have to think about, oh, okay, on, you know, I've got this tent and this time I've got this other little tent and my kids are with me. So I've got these two sleeping bags and that means I have three chairs instead of one chair and I got to move this around and this around. Now I can't see out of the back. So how can I move things around so that I can actually like see out of my back window and drive the two hour drive down to, you know, where we're going camping, for example. Um, in this case, I, I built it specifically so that it basically lines up with the back of the seat. So it's about 20 ish inches tall. So I've got two basically nine inch drawers. Um, which is a ton of space. Um, but so now I know exactly how big that thing is. And I know again that I just need to grab sleeping bag, um, you know, padding, cot, tent. That's it. That's all I need to grab. So my space is maximized and everything's in a set position. So again, I don't have to like open a Plano crate and say, shoot, that's not cooking stuff. Open a Plano crate. Shoot, that's not cooking stuff. Open the third Plano crate. Okay, there's the cooking stuff. Finally, nice to know. Let's take all the boxes out pack them back up the next day, put them in a different order. And it's like playing the cup game, right? Like then, then it was this box last night. Let's open it. Oh, nope. It's down here now. You know, now just everything has a place. So that's, that's kind of, I don't know that I'm actually OCD, but that helps with my 
supposed semi-OCD that I inflict upon myself. Um, so that's kind of nice. So those are the pros. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So again, we want to keep it to about 20 minutes. So I'm going to dive into the third part here, which is cons. Um, when you're talking about cons, there are some, for sure. And these are things you want to think about if you're considering a drawer system. And again, I've been doing this with my exterior for about four years now, and it took me about four years to be ready to make that jump, that commitment to a semi-permanent drawer system. Because with that system in the back, I definitely have a reduction of flexibility, right? <clears throat> so like, I can't throw all my kids' sporting gear back there because now I have these drawers and this big slider back there. Um, so I do lose some flexibility there. Um, luckily for me, my wife has a brand new Honda Pilot. I've got another car, so I, I do have some flexibility there. If I want to throw the kids in there, put some stuff in the trunk, I can take my other car, which is what kind of gave me that that you know mental go-ahead to go ahead and build this system. Um, the truck is kind of becoming more of a dedicated overlanding platform where it's more of a toy than a daily driver. Um, so that's something you want to think about. If you don't have any kids, if you don't ever go and pick up mulch or anything, if you don't need to put, you know, two by fours in the back of your vehicle ever, then you can do a drawer system right now. No hesitation. Um, but for the most of most people, that's going to be a con because you're going to lose some flexibility. Um, another con is extra weight in the rear of the truck. So, you know, my vehicle has leaf springs in the rear. They're still OEM and they're on longer shackles. Now I've added... Um, an overleaf helper spring, which has helped bring that back up about an inch so far, but it's been on there for probably about a year and it's starting to sag again. So at some point soon, I'm going to do full, uh, a full new leaf pack in the rear. Um, but with that extra weight back there, not only do you get additional sag in your suspension, you get additional weight, you have a little bit less, you know, um, clarity on what the vehicle is going to do. Like if I have a bunch of weight back there and I hit a rock weird, I don't have any sway bars on my truck. They're all cut off, taken off. Um, if I hit, you know, some sort of off camber turn or something like that, there's a lot more propensity for it to just kind of turn and rotate the body of the truck. So you've got to be a little more careful with that sort of weight on the back of it. So that's kind of a con too. Again, I'm kind of the type of person that's like, listen, that that's why I don't have sway bars, right? Like if you learn to, to work with those limits, then you can actually be stronger. Like I, I'll take turns in my truck that people in, you know, little Chevy Cruises or Chevy Camaros are going slower on because I know how to drive the truck and I know the limits of it. Um, so as long as you're okay with it, as long as you kind of familiarize yourself with it before you go out and get on a big off-camber hill and flip your vehicle over, um, you'll be fine, but be thinking about that. Not trying to scare you. Um, another kind of con is rattling and noise. So again, if you're not really careful in the way that you design your drawer system, you can have rattling noise so i was very careful again in mine with the types of locks that i use and and putting them really close to the drawer so that there wouldn't be any room any wiggle room if you will um however once you put that stuff in the drawers there's still a possibility that i'm going to have some rattling right so if you're super averse to sounds or noises from your truck that could be a negative for you right like that could be a con again i think the positives outweigh the cons but something to think about and then finally um 
I'm a big winter camper. I love going camping in the winter. There's no bugs. The fire feels better than ever. Like you literally need it to survive. So it's it's like there's it's not quite the same thing. People that go out and fall when it's 65 degrees outside and go, "Burr, it's cold. I need this fire. Ooh, it feels so good." Sure, it does. That you're right. But when you are out there and it's like five degrees or zero degrees or negative five degrees and you're standing by that fire, it has never felt better. You've never felt more in love with a fire than you have when it's zero degrees and that fire is what is keeping you happy. So where I'm going with this is I used to, in those type of conditions, I used to be like, you know what? It is freezing tonight. I'm going to run a heater and I'm going to sleep in the truck. Um, either run the heater on the truck or, you know, a buddy heater or something like that. Um, I can't do that anymore. Now that I have that drawer system back there, there is no way that I can lay down in that truck. So kind of my way to offset that is, again, my plan is long-term, almost full sufficiency off the truck. I want to get a rooftop tent, which will kind of kind of solve that problem. It won't solve heat, but it will be a very permanent solution off the ground, so I don't have to worry as much about like cold air coming up from the ground below me. Um, I can have more padding on it. I could run a heater in there. There's, there's a lot of options with that, so that's kind of going to be my solution. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the end of the cons. So in summary, let's, let's kind of summarize it up here. So, you know, for me, I just finished the install of a drawer system. So obviously I'm pro drawer system, right? Um, again, as we talk through the pros and cons, you've got to think about those for yourself. So if you want the flexibility, probably not a good idea. If you want to sleep in your vehicle, probably not a good idea. Um, if you're viewing your vehicle, though, more as a almost like a van life, like I'm going to live out of this thing or I'm going to go on longer trips, um, which is kind of my goal is to start going on three, four, five, seven, 14 day trips. Um, I want to be able to have everything that I need in there. I want to know, OK, I have four cans of soup in here and now I went on a trip and I've eaten three of those. I need to stop by a store and fill that back up. Or I've burned through one of my three propane tanks. I'm going to take that out. I'm going to use my little uh, propane refiller, which I'm going to do a review video on before too long. Um, You can actually refill those little propane tanks, which I did not know. Maybe you did, and I'm an idiot. If so, feel free to comment below and make fun of me. But... um, but, you know, maybe I need to take one out and refill it. But I, it's good to just kind of have stock, have an inventory and know where everything is. So, again, in my opinion, I think a drawer system is great if you can swing it, if you don't need that extra room in the back. If you have the, you know, the money to be able to either build your own, you can do it for pretty inexpensive. And you don't have to go as crazy as I did either. I mean, you could probably build one for 150 bucks. Um, with, you know, less long drawer slides, with less weight drawer slides, with less drawer slides with just a couple drawers you know you could you don't have to have a giant slider that comes out either like I do um and you know so that's kind of my final thoughts my thoughts are if you can make it if you can swing it if you can afford it if you can dedicate that space in the back it's going to make your life so much easier as a whole because you're just going to be ready to go whenever you want you're going to have everything that you need it's going to be easier to find stuff And, you know, it's going to make you super expo, too. Like, you roll up to the, you know, Overlanding Expo East, and you pop out your little drawer system, and you're going to have a crowd of people around you. So if you're interested in that, if you want to be Insta-famous, if you want to be a professional YouTuber, you know, you can't beat that street cred. So um, I don't think that'll ever happen for me. I'm I'm not going to go that far. But I do enjoy making videos for you guys, and I hope you guys like them, too. If you've made it this far, round of applause. Because that was a lot. That was like 22 minutes. 
Um, but so if you did, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm having a great time making these videos. I hope you guys are enjoying them and these podcasts. If you guys are listening on the podcast, thank you guys as well. Um, again, definitely, you know, I'd love it if you would hit me up, send me messages, send me emails, you know, let me know what you guys want to hear about. Subscribe on all the channels just because I want to talk to you. I want to hear what, what you guys are thinking. I want to hear what you're interested in. Um, and yeah, and if you're a manufacturer too, I mean, I, I love doing gear reviews. I love looking at gear and I love, you know, sort of telling that story of people's gear. So if you're some sort of a manufacturer or something like that, I'd love to hear from you as well. Cause I'd love to review some of your gear. So thanks again to all you guys for listening. You guys really make it happen and I really appreciate it. So that's the end of the episode. Again, thanks to everybody. Get out there, live, learn, discover, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye.